Every day I wake up not feeling myself. I throw my change in the wishing well. Anything to up my game. It's me against life, and I don't know who's winning. Loneliness knocking at my door with boxes and letters, all things and more. I open up to let them in. It's been so hard without you, my friend. To do right for all thy people trying to survive, we're living life in and out of time. Perspective skewed by age and mind. Uncertainty begins to drone. Am I still punk when I am alone? Welcome to the Dunker Punks podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Kraus. Today we're deep diving into community action and service, topics which have had a whole new meanings for us in 2020. Josiah joins us again from Harrisburg First Church of the Brethren to talk about a ministry they started, brought on by their community's need for shalom. As we listen to Josiah talk with Alyssa and Brielle about Brethren Community Ministries, I encourage you to think about how church fits into your community. Is it a place for spiritual growth? Or is it something much more than that? Hey, Dunker Punks. So happy to be with you once again. Here on the Dunker Punk Podcast. For this episode, I wanted to focus on an organization that's near and dear to my heart, Brethren Community Ministries, otherwise known as BCM Peace. Once again, my name is Pastor Josiah Ludwig, and I serve as the Associate Pastor at Harrisburg First Church of the Brethren here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I'm also the Program Director of Brethren Community Ministries. I want to share with you a bit of what this organization is about. Um, and just share with you why it's important to me personally. On this episode, you'll be able to hear a little bit about what we do. Uh, You'll hear from our operations manager, Alyssa Parker, as well as one of our participants, soon-to-be college graduate, Brielle Slocum, hoping that you enjoy as we look at a nonprofit that's working towards the things that make for peace here in South Allison Hill in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I thought a good place to start would be to just listen to the audio from a new promotional video we've released that kind of runs through all the different programs that BCM Peace is involved in. Some of the voices you'll hear include Sierra Dixon, um, as well as Deacon Bill Holland, Pastor Chris Ledge from the Journey Church, which is a United Methodist church plant here in our city, as well as Alyssa Parker and Brielle Slocum, who you'll hear more from later in the episode. 
In addition to the audio, we'll attach a link to the actual video in case you'd like to check that out at any point. In fact, I think we'll try to put the link right in the description for easy access. So these next five or six minutes should give you a little overview of all the things that BCM Peace is involved in. Please enjoy and we'll see you on the other side with conversations with Brielle Slocum and Alyssa Parker. Brethren Community Ministries, otherwise known as BCM Peace, is a grassroots faith-based nonprofit organization that effectively functions as the community ministries arm of Harrisburg First Church of the Brethren. Our mission is to serve Allison Hill in becoming a safer, healthier community empowered by God's peace. We do this through a number of our programs. One of our programs is called Bright Features, where we assist our young people in taking the next step in their life, whether that be school or a job. I just want to say thanks to BCMPs for allowing me to further my education and for me to get my first apartment. I appreciate every, everything they have done for me so far, and I plan to give back as much as I can after I get out of school. BCMPs also offers below market housing and creating a safe, affordable place for members of our community to live. Our computer class is one of our most sought after programs. It allows members of our community to obtain a free computer after they've gone through all 10 sessions that teach them how to use a computer, how to browse the internet, and work on Google Suite. Agape Satyagraha is another one of our major programs. This is where we teach youth in the community from grade six to 12 how to resolve conflicts within themselves, with others, and within their community. We've done things such as traveled to DC to go to the African American History Museum. We have made Christmas cards for inmates on death row in Pennsylvania. And we teach leadership. And as they go through all five levels, they graduate, get their diplomas, and move on to the next stage. Hello, my name is Brielle. I'm a graduate of Agape Satyagraha. And I appreciate Agape Satyagraha because it has allowed me to be able to handle conflicts as well as hear people and their situations closer than I was able to before. Our Friday Wellness Hub is one of our most successful programs. We hand out fresh produce as well as other food to around 150 families each week. We are assisted by volunteers in and outside of the community. And we also have other organizations, nurses, and businesses that come and offer their services to members of the community. We also offer Bible studies and times for worship and devotion.
Hey friends, uh, my name is Chris and I serve as the lead pastor of The Journey Church and I so love the partnership that The Journey has with BCM Peace. Uh, really since March, since the beginning of COVID, every week some folks from our church have come alongside of the BCM Peace ministry just to provide food uh, for this neighborhood. And so we love BCM Peace, we love partnering, uh, and so glad to be part of this journey with y'all. Our Pathway to Prosperity program creates a map for individuals in the community who need emergency assistance to put them on a path of self-sustainability. This includes gaining life skills and creating a safe environment for their family or just for themselves. Pathway to Prosperity has been a God-given set unto me when I first came to Hasbrook. Um, I was just getting um, my social security, what was on the $700. Um, my rent was that much. Um, was one to help me um, actually put out a bu budget for my, myself. I then began to work with AARP, and I began to work uh, with the, the church as a case manager, and I was able to help um, other people. Um, but there were several people that um, was able to help to establish the budget get other type of, of employment for themselves and even get some ed educational piece. Pathway to prosperity is exactly as it says, as a pathway to a better life. BCM also assists in serving the community by organizing our annual MLK Day of Service, participating in the Trunk or Treat and Kids Keeping Kids Warm program, partnering with Highmark for their annual Walk for a Healthy Community fundraiser, as well as assisting in Vacation Bible School. At BCM Peace, we strive to be about the things that make for peace. And we recognize that uh, peace isn't just the absence of violence, um, but it's God's shalom, um, a wellness of mind, body, and spirit. And uh, we recognize that uh, what it takes to make this sort of piece uh, real in our community changes from time to time. And so these wonderful programs you've heard about um, are constantly changing as far as um, how we go about doing what we do. Uh, we recently have begun partnering with community organizations to offer community classrooms, for instance, so that students can access their virtual schools um, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, if you'd love to get involved with what we're doing, we would love to welcome you. If you want to come and check us out, uh, you can come and visit anytime. If you would like to give some time, uh, we'd love to have you volunteer. We're looking for churches to uh, donate. We're looking for um, individuals to offer their support on a monthly basis as well. We just really want to invite you in to be a part of this family that is BCM Peace as we together work for God's shalom, as we together work towards the things that make for peace. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, now we're joined by Alyssa Parker, who is the operations manager for Brethren Community Ministries. Alyssa came into our faith community as a Brethren volunteer service worker, and as has happened a number of times in the history of our faith community, she just never left. And so we're so blessed uh, to have her working with us, and I uh, thought it would be good for she and I just to chat a little bit about Brethren Community Ministries. And so, Alyssa, after the year that you spent um, as a BVSer, um, what was it about BCM Peace that made you want to kind of stick around and be a part of what's going on? 
I think definitely the community was one of the major reasons that I decided to stay and the mission of the organization as a whole and just to embrace a community that so many other people see as a very um, negative area and environment and a lot of stereotyping and issues within the community. But BCM takes it and looks at the community members as neighbors and brothers and sisters. And with that whole mindset really translate into the work that BCM Peace does. And I think that's one of the major reasons I stayed and decided to, you know, keep working. Okay. So just tell me a little bit about um, why the organization has become important to you over time as well. Well, one thing that really stuck with me, one, when I first found out about it was just that nobody else knows about it. Like I've grown up in the church of the brethren and I have never heard of an inner city nonprofit that hands out fresh produce to poor people of color in the inner city community. And it's just something that I've always loved. And it's always been like close to my heart and my mind. And it's just, nobody knows about it. Like I went to all the, all the conferences and the youth groups and just it's not something that's talked about and I wanted that to change and I wanted people to know that Church of the Brethren members are out here like really doing good work for communities and places that a lot of people don't talk about or don't realize exist. Yeah ideally after this episode a lot more people will know about it right? Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah yeah hopefully. So um, I wanted to ask you so we're working in a a community that does have you know several different organizations that are trying to um, you know assist people try to make people's lives better. Um, How in your experience how is BCM Peace different um, than some of these other organizations? I think I see BCM Peace as being different because we definitely look as the individual as at a whole, like on a very holistic level. And I see that a lot within our programs. So a participant might come in through our Friday Wellness Hub and they'll be receiving food. But then through that and through the relationship building, They'll come to our computer classes or their kids will get involved in our kids kids church or agape programs and they'll end up being in our pathway to prosperity and then stay in our church. And it's just we offer so many things that can really create a well-rounded view of assistance for people. Um, So it's not just looking at oh, okay, we're going to give you some money so you can get your electric turned back on. But it's, okay, we'll help you this time, but let's work on it. Like, let's take some budgeting classes. Like, what else do you need? Um, Like, is your home life okay? Like, do you want to take parenting classes? Just really knowing the person and understanding where they're coming from, their views, and how you can really not just help them survive, but thrive. Yeah. It's something that for me, I've, I've always loved about 
um, all of the things that BCM Peace is about is that we're not just handing things out. Um, it used to be um, that the, the philosophy was a lot of like, we're, I'm going to serve you. And uh, it's grown over time to where now we're recognizing, you know what, let's instead of having that mindset, let's invite people in to be a part of the family. Okay, you're saying that, you know, your electric bill is the problem. Well, let's talk about that. And why, why is that a problem? And what other factors are going on? And then as we have those conversations, you know, we're, we're building that relationship. And um, we were talking earlier, I think it's really cool how over time people have become, um, you know, they've moved from participants in programming to being, you know, part of our faith community, um, part of the, part of the uh, BCM Peace family as well. And I, I don't see that happening um, just anywhere. And so that's, that's something that like really sticks out to me. Um, if you had to like pick one of the programs or two of the programs to sort of highlight and talk about, um, could you could you do that? I would say probably Pathway to Prosperity, um, being one because it's the one I've been working on most recently, um, and it's probably it's my favorite program if I can have a favorite program <laughs> just because it really deals with that whole holistic nature of looking at the person and we combine emergency services referrals life skills training um home visits type of thing all of that into one just solid relationship and I think that's really important for the person but as well as the community as a whole like we really enjoy teaching leadership skills and really providing a sense of empowerment to the participants and residents in the community and really give them that motivation to know that they can do whatever they want to do and really have the power to change their community as well as interact with other parts of the community and really help them find those skills and those gifts that they might not even know that they have. And then um, probably Agape, of course. I have to talk about Agape Satyagraha. Um, and that one is probably more of just because I've seen the fruits it bears. And I look at a lot of our graduates and our young adults, and I just see how much the program has shaped them. And they're social skills, their leadership skills, their um, ideas on nonviolence and conflict resolution have really been shaped by the program and molded and formed. And I think it's amazing that the people that have come up through the program are now being leaders in larger settings and within the community and beyond. And now they have all these, they're doing all these great things for this specific community, the Allison Hill community, as well as wherever they choose to go after that. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, Alyssa, I just want to thank you for your time and uh, maybe say a little bit about if, if somebody would want to hear more or get involved, how could they find out more about BCM Peace? So you can find out more by going to bcmpeace.org, and that's our website. You can definitely keep updated with what's happening on there. Also, we have a Facebook page, BCM Peace or Brethren Community Ministries. 
and find us over there. We try to keep you updated on everything. We also have a newsletter, which comes out every month, and you can sign up for that on our website. Well, thanks again, Alyssa. And I just want to say once again how blessed our community is uh, by having your, you here to work with us. And uh, we look forward to all God's going to do uh, through BCM Peace in the future. Thanks for having me. So as Alyssa and I uh, mentioned earlier, um, BCM Peace is as much about relationship as it is about um, having a bunch of programs. So I thought it would make a lot of sense uh, for us to be joined by Brielle Slocum, who um, really uh, has become a, a huge part of the BCM Peace family. Um, if you're a young adult in the Church of the Brethren and you don't yet know Brielle, I don't know what you're doing because... She's been involved with National Young Adult Conference, Explore Your Call, uh, Christian Citizenship Seminar, all kinds of different stuff. And um, so I thought it would be great to, to just talk to Brielle a little bit about um, her time with BCM Peace and um, why she's remained invested um, in the ministry. So Brielle, welcome. It's great to see you. Thank you for having me. Um, I just wanted to start by asking you to tell us a little bit about how things were when um, you first came to us. Um, it was a lifetime ago, back in eighth grade, I think, is when I met you. And yep. uh, So anyway, just tell us a little bit about what your life was like at that point in time, and then we'll go from there. Um, yeah, so prior to coming to Agape Sadiagraha, um, I was just like an eighth grader doing my thing at uh, Roland Middle School. And I had a few friends that came to the program. Uh, yeah, like Joshua, Kenneth, and others. And for about a few months every morning, uh, they would greet me. They would beg me to come to a program that I never came to before. And they're like, hey, like, it's an awesome program. They teach you a lot of new things. And also, if you come by, you can also get a slice of pizza. <laughs> and I didn't come for the slice of pizza, but um, a couple of my friends that went to the program actually ended up moving schools. So uh, one day, I just kind of took that bold leap to check it out so I could spend some time with friends. Okay. And so... Um, over time, you eventually start bringing all of your friends along too. And, um, people might not know we have a part of our program where you can get credit for bringing friends and, and things like that. And so I think there were 12 or 13 participants that ended up coming as a result of you inviting them. So what was it about Agape Sadiagraha that made you want to like invite others to come be a part of it? Yeah. So, um, it was a program that I believed was uh, pretty fun. Like, I liked how there's different levels and different material that teaches you ways of Martin Luther King and Gandhi and just ways of uh, de-escalating conflicts. And I was really impressed with, like, kind of when we have role plays at the end of each section, it was like a time to be very creative and like come up with these crazy stories that um, kind of just 
allowed you to express yourself in a way that kind of like reminded you of conflict at home, but also be able better equipped to kind of solve issues um, and show that you learned how to solve those issues differently. So I would um, call my friends or I'd rally my friends. I'd be like, guys, like this program's fun. Uh, If you come for a certain amount of weeks, you'll get $5. And like, it was just a way to like encourage people to have an after school activity that like kept them from getting in trouble or just being completely bored after school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, uh, when we're teaching the kids, um, different ways of dealing with conflict and stuff like that, some of what Brielle was saying there is we do some role plays so that they can actually like put some of that into practice. And, uh, Brielle in, in the city of Harrisburg, um, there's any number of programs, um, that you could have gotten involved in. And, um, I'm just wondering, like, what was it about BCM Peace that made you decide to really kind of like invest your time in, in being around? And when I say invest, I want everybody to know we do keep we did keep track of like how many weeks in a row somebody would come. And Brielle actually came to Agape um, for 156 straight weeks. So if you do the math, that's three years straight without missing a Wednesday. So when I say invested, like it was a part of like the routine for three years of her life. And uh, so what was it that, um, you know, made Agape in particular and then other parts of BCM Peace become something that you wanted to invest your time and effort in? Yeah, so like each year it changed. Initially it was to be around uh, good friends. And then as the good friends like start moving on to high school and stuff, um, I wanted to personally challenge myself and see if I could actually get through the five programs, like the five different levels myself. And um, once I did that, I was inspired to be able to be someone who could like reach out to the inner city youth and basically share with them ways they can go about solving problems and like not getting into fights. Cause I have had a few students that, uh, did enjoy fights prior to coming to the program. And then after um, there was a time it became all about like having the highest record to be the person who came every <laughs> single week. But BCM as a whole like was something that um, I found out was nonprofit, something that um, not only like reached out to children on Wednesdays, but something that like helped provide computer programming for like adults and uh kind of like helping people get jobs help like reach out to not just children but everyone in general like helping um parents become better equipped with taking care of their children and so forth and like just knowing that this program had such a huge heart to all of these people like really set well with me and i mean I still love BCM Peace to this day and would be able to help in any way asked if you guys needed it. Yeah. And so people, again, wouldn't know this, but um, after coming back from working with uh, the Heishman's Church in Ohio, uh, Brielle was very active in our wellness hub on Fridays 
trying to um, provide some Spanish translation for our worship times and even leading some Bible studies and um, devotionals and things of that nature. And um, Brielle, just tell us a little bit about, so you're at Messiah now, and you're going to graduate in the spring. So tell us a little bit about what, what you're hoping to be about in the future. Yeah, in May, May 15th, counting down the days, <laughs> um, I'll be able to graduate. I'll be graduating with a religion as a major, as well as peace and conflict. And Agape Sariagraha really kind of gave me the heart to go for peace and conflict and actually helps me a great deal through all of my classes. Like I kind of have a grip on how to like de-escalate conflict and how to go about mediating. But once I graduate Messiah, I kind of want to reach out to the church afterwards, at least for a year's time for my home church, uh, First Church of Brethren, Harrisburg. And I want to be able to kind of reach out to both the Spanish speakers and reestablish um, some more youth to join Agape Sariagraha because I know it like made a big difference to me. And I feel like it helped me um, reach a better life that I could have potentially not came across if I never came to the program. But I just kind of want to be what ECM Peace was for me, give back, um, be able to translate, be able to um, like put in people's hearts that fighting and violence isn't the way and just kind of be like a safe spot for um, people who might be encountering violence in their life. Yeah. And um, Riel, you've used a lot of that agape uh, training um you know, whether it be on campus or in your different friendships, like you've become somebody that people will call when like they're having a dispute. Can you say a little something about that? You can, you can stay away from drama, but drama will try to find a way to find you. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not necessarily drama of my own, but, um, I've just kind of been a person who, I guess comes off as um, nonchalant and peaceful. I guess that's how people see me. So when they have conflict, they kind of always use me as a safe ear. I'd say a lot on um, campus, prior to campus, and even with the relationships that I kept from the program. Um, people will say things such as, hey, I'm going through this. Like, what should I do? How should I go about it? I don't want to um, handle this in the wrong way. And if it's something on the group level, um, while I was doing some service in Ohio, I did make a peacekeeping call. So I'll literally uh, lead a mediation circle basically with um, a group and have everyone share like what their concerns and problems are and try to find a equal, a equal way out. But if it's just more one-on-one, -on -one, I'll kind of like teach people what I've been taught or tell people to um, acknowledge the problem, but not go about it the wrong way. And I, I'd say my, fav my favorite thing to say to people is, yes, you can be nonviolent, but don't be nonviolent. <laughs> and the difference is nonviolence is uh, inactive violence, 
that um, doesn't go about solving the problem at all, just kind of ignores getting violent at all, confrontation, anything that has to do with the problem. But non-hyphen violence is the non-violence that is actually active and where you don't do any violence at all, but you actually sit down and have those necessary um, conversations in order to move on and pass the conflict. Yeah. Well, Brielle, I can truly say like I've seen that nonviolence in action um, in your life. And um, I just want to thank you for uh, joining us and just um, shedding some light on, you know, how you came in as just like a participant in the program in the community and now um, have taken what you've learned um, to better the lives of those around you and also how you become a part of our family. So thanks so much for your time. And uh, yeah, we just pray God's blessing on you as, as you pursue everything in the future. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, Dunker Punks, that's what I have for you today. Hope that you've enjoyed hearing about this organization doing great work here in the city of Harrisburg, Brethren Community Ministries. How we've gone from an organization that just provides services and sees themselves sort of as, you know, providing for the needs of others, and how we've shifted to being an organization that welcomes people into the family so that we can journey this life of faith together. I hope that you'll be encouraged to be about the work of the kingdom in your daily lives. And as we say around here, I want to encourage each one of you to be the peace. Be the peace that your neighbors are longing for. Embody the shalom that our Lord has called us to be about. Be the peace that you would like to see in the world. If you'd like to hear more about BCM Peace, you can catch us at bcmpeace.org um, or on all social media at BCM Peace as well. God bless all of you. May the Prince of Peace reign supreme in each of your lives. And may God be with us until we can be together once again. Thanks, Josiah, Brielle, and Alyssa. BCM Peace is a blessing to your community and your conversations have got the old wheels turning in my head. What's coming to mind, and maybe it's just because the word was mentioned so much in today's episode, is community. Especially community and service and how the church exists in those spaces. I feel like everyone has different opinions on how that looks. And in the last decade alone, those views have changed drastically, and rightfully so. Focusing on your core values is natural and important, since it affects your perception of the world. So analyzing those values is just as important as practicing them. That's why we go to church on Sundays, to hear a sermon that talks about new perspectives on our scripture, or offers insights into something that we've always believed but didn't quite know how to put into practice. Another example, as a denomination, the brethren are devoted to togetherness. What does that even mean now? <laughs> it literally can't be the same thing it meant last year because of the pandemic. So togetherness and our perspective on some aspects of togetherness is changing. That's why I appreciated Josiah's questioning of how service used to be viewed in the eyes of the church and how that's changed and still needs to change. It's no longer we are going to serve you all. 
it's more like howdy neighbor need a hand also when we're done here uh think you can help me out I want to quote the BCM website. They have some really great statements up there you should check out. And I think this one fits this idea perfectly. Life can't be separated into spiritual, physical, emotional, intellectual, business, and social areas. That's right. It's all life. The pandemic has really driven home that church isn't a physical space. It's your friends and your cousins and neighbors and or whoever's in your life that helps you grow closer to God. I guess what I'm getting at here for takeaways from today's conversation is a couple things, um, a couple questions I want you to think on, but also to talk about with friends, maybe part uh, members of your community. First one, how do you see church and how it interacts with community where you live? Does it all kind of blur together? Or is there just church as one thing and the neighborhood, town, city as another? And then how is that changing this year and why? The Dunker Punks podcast is made up of peace builders from your community and your community and your community. And we're practicing church in this virtual realm. This episode comes from Josiah Ludwig alongside Brethren Community Ministries with guests Alyssa Parker and Brielle Slocum. I hosted and edited this episode and I create our music and Suzanne Lay manages production. Arlington Church of the Brethren is a lovely sponsor for the show and you can find archives of the Dunker Punks podcast on iTunes and online at arlingtoncob.org slash dpp. Connect with the show on social media. Let us know what you're thinking about community at Dunker Punks Pod or by emailing us at dpp at arlingtoncob.org. Until next time, experience the life around you. Peace. Peace.